You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. On the field, offense wins games and defense wins championships. On the Tim Donnelly Show, we break down both sides of the action. Touchdown! The Tim Donnelly Show on ESPN Radio 94.1. We talk a big game here on the Tim Donnelly Show about being accountable. If you make a prediction and you're spot on, we say boast. We say brag. We say we say let people know. If you're wrong, call that out too. If I'm wrong, I try to call that out. Just uh, earlier this week, I said I was wrong about Jalen Hurts. Did not think he would be uh, anywhere near the level of pro quarterback that he is. But at a certain point, you got to look and say, you know what? He's pretty good. Didn't think he'd get there, but he's there. I was wrong. So, if we encourage you to be accountable, you got you to put yourself out there, right? You can't be accountable if you're playing the fence if you're trying to do the both sides thing, you can't be accountable. You can't have something to brag about and or recognize you were wrong about if you don't make the, the, the take public or you don't make the prediction. So I ask you now, who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl? 757-687-9494 and why? Right? Because that, that's going to play into the accountability also. If you say, I think the the... Uh, Eagles are going to win because A.J. Brown is unstoppable and A.J. Brown gets hurt on the first play, then that gives you, again, accountability isn't just saying my prediction was wrong. You can look at the whole picture. If if you say A.J. Brown's going to be the difference and he gets sick and doesn't play at all, then we're going to be able to say, you know what? Fair. We're not going to roast you for that one. So give us a why. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl and why? 757-687-9494. Let's give Joel the first chance at this one. He's on the call-in line from Chesapeake. The call-in line is 757-687-9494. Joel, what predictions do you have? Joel, are you there? Oh, yes, yes. Hi. Um, yeah, I think I think it's going to be the uh, – I think in the a- AFC, the Bengals are going to win against the Chiefs. All right, so you have Bengals um, against uh, Niners or Philly. Uh, I think the Niners got got Philly's number this time. And why? What's the difference? Give us a quick, quick, uh, quick explanation as to why. Just defense is it's unstoppable. I think. Uh, All right, appreciate it. Niners defense, Niners defense, unstoppable. <laughs> That's kind of a funny way to describe a defense. Stoppable, like they they are able to stop, so they're stoppable. Is actually how we. So they're the most stoppable. They're the the best stoppables. Uh, I'll get it started with the AFC. The Chiefs beat the Bengals. And and I'm I'm fully aware, right? When when this accountability thing comes up, I'm fully aware I could be falling into a trap. But I, but and this is actually we kind of had this pop up earlier. Uh I don't think the Bengals are the better team, which is tough to say out loud because they've won 3 straight games against the Chiefs. But I still, I'm just looking at it, I think the Chiefs are the better team. And I'm kind of asking myself, well, the better team doesn't win every game, right? That, that, that much is, we know that from sports, right? The better team is not guaranteed a victory. 
So there's some percentage going into every game, depending on how big the gap is, that the worst team will win. Right? You know, uh, in the NCAA tournament every year, when a, a 15 seed beats a two seed or when the 12 beats the five, I don't think everybody turns around and goes, ha, huh, look at that. The 12 seed was actually the better team all along. No, we just say that's an upset. That's a, a team, in many cases, a team that's not as good, played above their level, and, and they won the game. So I, I, I'm now asking myself, if I think Kansas City's the better team, but since he's won three straight against them, what are the chances of doing it four times? Now, the, the trap you could fall into is you could be sitting there saying, what are the chances of five times? What are the chances of six times? And you're going to be wrong all of those times. But I'm, I got to plant my flag somewhere. I think the Chiefs are a better team. Uh, I don't know if they're as deep, but I think the their stars outweigh. I think Chris Jones is fantastic. I think Kelsey is the best weapon outside of the quarterback position of any offensive player in the game. Uh, and obviously Mahomes is Mahomes. Andy Reid is Andy Reid. There's a lot to like. And, and the Bengals, there's a lot to like as well. I just don't think as much. Now, is it simple? Kind of. But I'm trying not to overcomplicate. I just think Kansas City is the better team. And I'm going to look at the last three games and say, you know, you, you should, if you flip a coin, it should be 50% heads, 50% tails, but sometimes you go on a run and it's like eight straight heads. And, and that doesn't mean the next flip is more likely to be heads. It just means 50, 50 every time. So I think that the chiefs win probably 60% of the, t- the games they play against the Bengals. The Bengals have won three straight. That, that doesn't change the original probabilities. On the other side, I'll give you the Niners beating the Eagles. The difference, and I, I'm splitting hairs on this one. I believe it's going to be Fred Warner. He will lead a San Francisco defense. His speed will lead a San Francisco defense against that read keep RPO running game that Philly employs where he can almost be in two places at once. He's a heat-seeking missile. If you go watch some of his highlight films, they're almost hilarious how – He'll jump four yards, five yards away from a tackler and like accelerate through the air as if he's Superman or something. Like a Superman dive, arms out, make the hit. I don't know if Philly has seen a player like that that can can match wits with Jalen Hurts in that that decision making in the run game. But again, I think I think that one's close. You go down that roster and it's like it's it's tit for tat all the way down. It's it's one for one. They're they're really good rosters. Uh, Robbie, quickly here, AFC. Who are you going with? I'm going to go with the Chiefs versus the 49ers. I like the I like the Chiefs. I think it's the it's the hard pick after what happened to Mahomes. You never know what state he's going to be in, but I do believe the Chiefs are the better overall team. I think they have the better defense. And I think that's gonna that's gonna come down to a lot of it. And then I got the 49ers. I just think that defense is is too good, like you said. And I think Brock Purdy is gonna step up. I think we could be witnessing something special that we're not gonna we're not gonna realize how special this is for a little while. But right now, I think Brock Purdy is doing something that mm-hmm. that we could be talking about an all time great performance. Let's go to the call in line. Brock in Newport News has some title game predictions and explanations. You can call in on the same number, 757-687-9494. Brock, thanks for calling in. What do you got? Hey, what's going on, Nick? Hey, so, yeah, I, I'm going I'm going Bengals, and I'm going Niners. The Bengals-Chiefs uh, game is probably the, art, the hardest one. Um, it, it, to me, it's a coin flip, right? Uh, the Bengals have had the Chiefs number this whole time, but just like you said, 
at some point, how do you just keep going three and zero, four and zero, five and zero? Like it's bound to go the other way one of these times. Uh, yeah, Mahomes is hurt, but then on the other side, it looks like the Bengals have two offensive linemen there out and aren't mm-hmm. going to play right. Yep. So it's just a weird coin flip on that one. I'm just going with the gut, really. So it's Bengals, and on the other side, obviously Niners. And the easy, the easy answer is because of the defense of the Niners, right? But really, to me, what's going to be What's going to be the factor is going to be Brock Purdy, right? He's been good this far, but he has to keep doing what he's doing and make no mistakes. And if he can play mistake-free games, then I think, yeah, the Niners have the edge as long as the defense shows up. So, Brock, appreciate it. Very thorough. Uh, call back in any time, 757-687-9494. What I like there is he was set, setting us up. You'd think it was the defense, but no, it's going to be Brock Purdy. You'd think it was going to be this, but wait. Yeah, you haven't thought about this. Uh, I like that he, he he walked us through the the path to his prediction. Uh, we'll go to Willingham and Newport News on the call-in line. He has the same uh, games, obviously, AFC-NFC championship predictions for us. You can call in on that same number, 757-687-9494. Willingham, thanks for calling in. What do you have for predictions? Willingham, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, give us your predictions. My prediction, I'm saying... I'm saying Philadelphia going to win because San Francisco got to travel. That mm. yes, I'm here. I right. I got you. So so you're saying that uh the travel's going to be the difference. See the travel's going to be the difference. Philadelphia Philadelphia will beat them because you got a rookie quarterback, mm. you got a tired difference, and you got that crowd that Lawrence. All right, I I like it, and I'm I'll uh, respond a little bit to it. So appreciate the call. 757-687-9494 is the call in line. Uh, the travel is a good point, right? Uh, time differences are always kind of who knows who they'll affect. Some people it does, some people it doesn't. But I also want to point this out. In almost any other playoff matchup, Jalen Hurts is the inexperienced quarterback, right? As, as recently as last year, nobody had any clue if he was going to be the long-term starter in Philly. He was the guy trying to prove himself. He's in a third season, third, right? That I mean, that's not it's not like this guy's been around for eight years and he's grizzled and 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 experienced. the The only reason why that's probably not a bigger story is because he's going up against a seventh round rookie. So by comparison, it's like no, Jalen Hurts and and also Jalen Hurts started as a freshman at Alabama, so and won SEC Offensive Player of the Year. So it's like we've known Jalen Hurts forever. It feels like. Meanwhile, Brock Purdy was introduced to us like, hey, I'm Brock, like two days ago. Uh, so so it feels like Jalen Hurts is this old, grizzled veteran. He's really not. A lot of the things that you're worried about with Purdy, you should also be worried about to a slightly lesser extent with Hurts, right? He hasn't played in, in a ton of big NFL football games, national championships, yeah, but he got pulled at halftime and two ended up winning it for him. So it's a, it's a whole different beast there that's that's kind of slipping under the the radar. Uh, we'll go to, to to one more caller here. Uh, Pierre in Virginia Beach has some predictions. Pierre, thanks for calling in. What do you have? Hey, um, I don't know if you saw the game last year when the Eagles played uh, the Saints and Jalen Hurts broke that guy's ankles in open field. I think that coupled with his speed is going to benefit the Eagles in this game. Uh, the fact that the that the 49ers haven't had any time off and the Eagles are coming in this thing with a healthy defense, I think that they're going to have a tough, tough time in Philly. 
Appreciate the call. Uh, obviously, if Jalen Hurts is full Jalen Hurts and he's not a little timid and, and he's unleashed and he plays like he did, I would say this year. I mean, last year he had some highlight plays. Don't get me wrong. Referenced one of them. But he had a lot of highlight plays this year as well. 757-687-9494 is the call in line. 757-687-9494 is the text line as well. If you want to call in with your predictions, you can. But I also want to go back just a quick conversation on Frank Reich getting this the head coaching job in Carolina because I think there's there's the surface level motivation and maybe a secondary motivation as to why Frank Reich got that head coaching job. Stick around. We have three hours to tell you about what's going to happen in the next 21. Spend them with us on the Tim Donnelly Show right here on ESPN Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show, ESPN Radio 94.1. Keep those predictions coming. What do you think is going to happen? Who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl? How do you think they're going to get there? Which players are going to star? As many details as you can. That way, we know if you were spot on. We're just lucky. I've been there, right? This happens in gambling occasionally. You'll be like, I think the Chiefs are going to win because I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a huge day. Patrick throws for like 96 yards on 40% completions, but Isaiah Pacheco goes for 225 and three touchdowns, and you're like, cash the winner. You don't have to tell anybody your your justification. Uh, but here you do have to say the justification. We're asking you to be be more specific than that. Let's go to the call in line, 757-687-9494. Travis in Suffolk has a prediction for who's going to play in the Super Bowl and why. Travis, thanks for calling in. What do you have? Hey, yeah, uh, on the AFC side, I got the Chiefs, um, and here's why. Uh, I think the last three matchups, the the Bengals had the advantage in terms of a balanced offensive attack. That's why they dominated the Bills, because the Bills can't run the ball. Um, I think even earlier this season when they played the Chiefs, the Chiefs hadn't quite gelled, didn't really have the chemistry on offense that they have now. I think Pacheco, McKinnon, I think McKinnon has a huge day in this game. Mm. Uh, I think that creates the balance that they need. I think the Chiefs win in uh, a bit of a nail-biter. On the other side, I got the Niners. Similar situation. It's going to be close. I think Niners-Eagles are the two best rosters in football. Um, but I think, to your point earlier, Fred Warner is going to make a couple big plays. I think ultimately comes down to Nick Bosa, Hassan Reddick. Both those guys are going to need to come up big. I think Nick Bosa has one more big play uh, than Hassan Reddick on the other side. So I'll take your thoughts off there. Appreciate it. Catch your breath, my man. It sounded like he was running a marathon or something. That was that – was, you got your words per minute up there on that call. And And – I actually really – I'm impressed that that all of the information was that readily available. You, I mean, you had it off the top. You knew what you were going with. Uh, well played, well executed call. I have to admit, didn't catch all of it, but I, I do agree with a lot of what you said, uh, at least the, the stuff I was able to pick up. Tim Donnelly showed the call-in number is 757-687-9494. We'll get one more prediction here. Dave in Newport News, uh, he's on the call-in line. Dave, thanks for calling in. What is your prediction for the AFC and NFC championship games? Yeah, Tim, uh, I think it's a no-brainer. I think uh, for those who uh, put the money on Cincinnati, you're going to be uh, cruising in the fourth quarter. Uh, you definitely got to go the over in that game. I know that's the popular call, and I a lot of times I like to take the uh, opposite of the popular call, but that one's not 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 stoppable. Philly, Jalen Hurts' legs is going to be the difference in that game. Philly's going to get it, but it's going to be an under. It's going to be a lot of ball control, and uh, so those, those those are the way you got to bet those games. And the thing is, uh, you can see Dave from Newport News, follow those bets, and you know you'll be listening to Dave in the future. All right, Dave, appreciate it. Confident. He must be. He must be 
a member of the Cincinnati Bengals, talk a little trash. He said, it's not Burrowhead, it's Dave Arrowhead. Tim Donnelly Show, ESPN Radio 94.1. Frank Reich's new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. There was a mixed reaction to this one. I think this, this hire is less about Frank Reich and more about the state of, of hiring coaches in 2023, meaning coaches are getting more and more and more picky. Sometimes you need a guy to make the job more attractive, right? Let me explain. First, let's get to some of the reaction. Uh, Jason Fitz, who we have on the show every single Tuesday during the football season, he's, he hosts the show immediately previous to this one on, on 94.1, Fitz and Harry, and uh, he didn't like the hire. Frank Reich wasn't dealt a hand that was bad at the quarterback position. He was part of dealing the hand. He was part of the organization's decisions every time to go all in on Carson Wentz. He was part of the organization's decision to go all in on Matt Ryan. He was wrong about all that. Now you think he's suddenly going to get it right with the Carolina Panthers? Harry, I don't like this at all. Doesn't like it at all. Well, let's get let's get both sides, okay? So we're fair and accountable. Uh, we'll go Dan Orlovsky on NFL Live. In the last two years, this football team has had the worst quarterback play in the NFL. But if you look at the roster, it's got a chance to be a top 10, top 8 defense. they got an up-and-coming offensive line in D.J. Moore. So Frank Reich now comes in there, and the question is, does he get the young quarterback? I think Carolina absolutely has to go up in this draft and go get a young quarterback. And the one thing that you can unequivocally say about Frank Reich is he knows how to develop a young quarterback. If you think about what he did with Carson Mm. Wentz in Philadelphia, I absolutely love the hire for Carolina. Interesting. The funny part is they, uh, they actually kind of roll with the exact same reasoning for why they like it and don't like it. I like it because the quarterbacks, and, and they haven't had the best quarterback play, but he'll get the best quarter, quarterback play. And then they flip around and go, I don't like it because they need good quarterback play, and he hasn't shown that he can do that. The Panthers, like that's that's kind of the Frank Reich experience for me in this hire. It's some are going to like it, some are not going to like it. It's, it's not exactly a swing for the fences, but it's not exactly a, a you know, fourth strikeout of the game. It's it's It's... Nah. But maybe they weren't ready to swing for the fences. Or maybe the coaches they wanted to swing for the fences with were looking at them going, I don't love how attractive your job looks. Coaches are much more selective with taking their shots at head co- at head coaching jobs now. Coordinators understand, I'm only going to get a year, year and a half to prove how good I am. And if I'm not, it's going to take me years to get back to getting a chance at, at, at a starting or a, at a head coaching job. So they're being more selective. Ben Johnson's the offensive coordinator of Detroit. He turned down interviews for head coaching jobs. Dan Quinn, former head coach, defensive coordinator in Dallas, has turned down interviews for head coaching jobs. I'm not saying that those guys are like, I just want to be a coordinator. No, they're saying, I don't like these options. I don't like these teams. I'm not going to go in there, put my reputation on the line for a roster that stinks. I'm going to wait for a good team. I'm going to wait for a better team. I'm going to wait for a team with more potential to become open, and then I'll interview for that one and go all out. Your team has to have something of value and something exciting already if you're going to entice the best coaching candidates. So I'm thinking maybe Frank Reich is there to take this team from being not attractive to mostly attractive, right? And then if he can't get over the hump, they'll go perfect 
Now you've shown the potential of what this team can be, and we'll go grab one of these buzzy names to replace you, and they'll take it the rest of the way. Right? Think of uh, uh, Mark Jackson with the Warriors. Took the Warriors from an also-ran team. Start building them up. Said publicly the greatest shooting backcourt in the history of the game is Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, and everyone went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Steve Kerr said, I would like to coach them. Stepped in, won a bunch of championships. Frank Reich might be Mark Jackson. Or at least that's what Carolina's hoping he is, right? Go get the quarterback, assemble this, get a good player, make a defense, do all these sorts of things. And then we'll get our guy to come in and and be Steve Kerr. Tim Donnelly Show, ESPN Radio 94.1. Let's sneak in another uh, Super Bowl prediction. Who will be playing in the Super Bowl prediction? We'll go to Eric in Virginia Beach. He's on the call in line. Eric, thanks for calling in. Who are you picking and why? course i got uh kansas city and then a uh, longtime eagle fan so i'm gonna go with the eagles uh to win the super bowl in a little uh, side parlay i'm gonna hit aj brown plus 100 yards with two touchdowns appreciate it aj brown would be very happy about that from from three catches for 22 yards to 100 plus and two touchdowns making up for lost time Tim Donnelly Show, ESPN Radio 94.1. Stick around when we come back. More of your predictions, more of the conversation around who's going to win the AFC and NFC championship games. But also, we talked about the Cowboys, Dan Quinn turning down head coaching jobs. Kellen Moore reportedly wanted the Carolina job. Now he's back as offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are running it back. How excited are you? Stick around. You've lifted the weights. Watch the film and worked hard at practice. Now it's the fun part. It's showtime on the Tim Donnelly Show on ESPN Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show, ESPN Radio 94.1. Call and text lines open 757-687-9494. We are nearing the end of the show, which means you are nearing the end of your time to get your predictions in. Who's going to win the AFC? Who's going to win the NFC? Thus, you are picking your Super Bowl matchup. And give us your reasons why. 757-687-9494. Melvin in Virginia Beach is up next with the predictions. Melvin, thanks for calling in. What are you seeing happening this weekend? I see uh, Kansas City on the other side. I'm a big Philadelphia fan. And when it comes to Philadelphia, it's going to come down to coaching. Gannon, our defensive coordinator, has held this defense's back. And I think Philadelphia has the best defense. If he let this defense do what they do best, it won't be, it won't be a close game. Philadelphia would take that game. That's All right. my prediction. All right. Thank you for the call. Gannon is polarizing, right? Uh, the, the Nick Sirianni, obviously the head coach of, of Philly, uh, has a weekly spot on a, on a radio station up there in Philly at WIP. And um, the host is Angelo Cataldi, who – has been on the air forever. Angelo, like I remember listening to Angelo when I lived in South Jersey and I moved away when I was 12. So, so he's been around for a while. And I think he was around even long before that. Uh, so he and Sirianni talk every week. Sirianni called out Cataldi in the post-game press conference saying that he was criticizing Gannon and Gannon's been doing all these great things. Like, and then he went on the show and they talked about it. <laughs> it's, it's, it, friends disagree about this guy. Um, and obviously you just heard that caller say he's been holding back the defense. He is also running the defense. That is the second best defense in the NFL. So I, I mean, maybe they're just an absolute juggernaut 
and you know even being held back by the guy pulling the strings uh they're still really good but that is going to be a a fascinating future for the the coaching staff of the eagles he's like the most criticized guy in philly and he's also getting like head coaching buzz like it's it's all over the place actually similarly kellen moore Kellen Moore with the Cowboys. But let's talk about the Cowboys running it back uh, because this news surprised me. Um, Mike McCarthy's back. Kellen Moore, who, I mean, we've fielded a bunch of calls of people saying how Kellen Moore is responsible for Dak Prescott's regression, his play calling's predictable, all this stuff. He became a finalist for the Carolina job. And if you don't believe me, uh, let's go ahead and hear from Ian Rappaport on Good Morning Football. Dallas Cowboys, a big win off the field. Dan Quinn, who is really a top candidate for the Arizona Cardinals and a top candidate for the Colts as well. He has informed teams that he is returning. To- so that was Dan Quinn being, I'm just going to give you it all. We don't need Rappaport. I'll do it myself. Uh, Ian Rappaport reported uh, that Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, is staying defensive coordinator with the Cowboys and actually turned down head coaching not offers, but interviews to stay. Kellen Moore, also Ian Rappaport reporting, uh, was a finalist, a surprise finalist called by by Rappaport, a uh, surprise finalist for the Carolina Panthers head coaching job. Didn't get the job, though, so he's back to being the Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator, which means the Cowboys are running it back. But I will say, shuffling the furniture. You know, you know how uh, we actually just did this recently. You like flip the couch and the chair in the living room and it feels like you're living in a whole new house. It's not. It's the same room, but it feels brand new. You walk in, your your brain is like, whoa, it's something new. Or if, if uh, you ever do this one, like a conference room at, at work for the staff staff meeting, you sit in the same chair every single time till one day you switch it up, you sit on the other side, you feel like you're in a whole new place. It's not. feels like it though. That's basically what the Cowboys are doing. They're, they're not a wholly different leadership group. Might feel like it, though. The Cowboys are coming back next year. Now that uh, the, the coordinators are back, the head coach, the same head coach, the same quarterback, the same offensive coordinator, the same defensive coordinator, the same best players on defense, the same number one pass catcher, the same, the same, the same. And they're going to expect different results. They are shuffling a few minor assistants and acting like that is enough. Diana Rossini on Get Up talks about McCarthy's situation in Dallas. His job is safe. McCarthy. But it, McCarthy's job is safe, but it came with having to fire a lot of guys on his staff that he has been with for a long time. Right. This isn't, these aren't assistants that he just hired over the last three years. These guys go back all the way to his days in Green Bay. So uh, there was obvious conversations that were had between Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy of, you're staying, but changes are going to be made here. The, the, the five assistants that they're moving on from, at least the five that were reported in the SI article I read, are a senior defensive assistant, George Edwards, a running backs coach, offensive line coach, assistant defensive line coach, and assistant head coach, Rob Davis. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm like, gosh, this team is underperforming, they have more talent, they got blown out, they shouldn't have done this, there shouldn't have been, I'm not sure how much the assistant defensive line coach changing is going to be like, oh, see, they're, they're fixing it. Jerry Jones is essentially saying, the reason we did not win a Super Bowl, meaning the reason the Cowboys did not win a Super Bowl this season, was bad luck. Everybody do the exact same thing. 
bring the same people back. You have this do, do, do. same coach, same quarterback, same coordinators, same vibe, same Cowboys. Just bad break. That's tough for a team that has expectations as high as that team has, and and to go another off season with Super Bowl aspirations and the same thing. That's tough. I, I like when Kellen Moore became a finalist for the Carolina job, I was almost thinking like this could force them into doing the right thing. Right? It, it sometimes it's best when the decision is forced upon you, right? It's easy to stay with Kellen Moore. It's easy. I'm not saying they should fire him, but I'm saying it would have been kind of a happy accident if he got hired away by another team. Because then you fresh voice. Dak might need a fresh voice. You can't move on from him and too much money. But he might need someone else in the headset. And if Kellen Moore is there, it's going to be Kellen Moore. And it should be Kellen Moore because he's, he's a good offensive mind. I don't think he's as bad as some people do. But I, I have a problem with the Cowboys saying, you know, another one we came up short. So what are we going to do this time? Same thing. Let's see how it happens. See what go- let's see how it goes. Tim Donnelly Show, ESPN Radio 94.1. Texts, get them in, 757-687-9494, because when we come back, we're going to read your text, and for the last time this week, we're going to ask, does that do anything for you? Stick around. All day, you've been texting the Tim Donnelly Show at 757-687-9494. Now it's time to read those texts and ask, does that do anything for you? On ESPN Radio 94.1. That's right. Does that do anything for you? Brought to you by Newport News Shipbuilding, a division of HII. And Tim, from David in the 757, we kicked off the entire show talking about the AFC Championship. Do you think Mahomes is actually healthy, or do you think it's all just smoke and mirrors? Yes. That's an either-or question that I asked yes to, that I answered yes to. Um, I... I think he is healthier than any of us expected him to be after watching the replay 700 times of his ankle getting rolled up on. I don't know why they played it so much. Um, so I I think he's healthier than we expected, but I also think there is a bit of gamesmanship. I think there's a reason why the story of this entire week has been, oh my gosh, Patrick Mahomes is healthy. I think that's what Kansas City wants Cincinnati to be thinking. I don't think there's uh, really any doubt about that. Tim from the 757. This texter believes that if Burrow wins against Kansas City, it doesn't matter because they're going to lose in the Super Bowl to the NFC. Either team. Uh, I mean, are you willing to bet how much on that? That sounds very, very, very uh, definitive. And I don't like being that definitive about much especially unknown right who what if what if this just throwing a what if and i won't even put a name on it because i don't like putting names on this kind of stuff what if one of the nfc teams is ahead by 30 and then all their best players get hurt and they they hold on to win by three now they're going up against an afc team you still taking the nfc my point is there's uh there's shades of gray there so maybe not that definitive from Richard in Yorktown, he thinks the Chiefs pull it off. Definitely a close one, but the Chiefs get it done. He said, they're not my team. It's just my thoughts. Okay. I, I mean, that, there's, not, there's not a lot of reasoning there that I can I can dive into. You're, you're just you're picking a squad. You're rolling with them. Uh, go for it. Chiefs. Woo. Not your squad, but you're picking them anyway. Woo. 
I'm not a good wooer. I, I, my voice doesn't go up. That's Woo. okay. Woo. From J from JB in Pocosin, is the AFC Championship more about Burrow's starting legacy or Mahomes' ability to beat the Bengals? Neither of them are starting a legacy. They're both a, a ways into building their legacy. Uh, I mean, second year in the league, Joe Burrow made the Super Bowl. That's something. It's not. He's not at square one right now. He's at square... 10 and who knows Mahomes might be at 75 um so what was the other side of it is it about Burrow starting his legacy no he's or building Mahomes a legacy beating the Bengals <sighs> yeah Mahomes would love to beat the Bengals he'd love to get that metaphorical monkey off his back but I also don't think if the Bengals beat him that that's somehow like Mahomes isn't as good as we thought because the Bengals beat him four times it's just it's it's one of those weird coincidences from the 757, the 49ers will be in the Super Bowl because of their coaching. They've got better weapons, and their confidence is much higher. The 49ers? That's what they confidence said. Confidence is much higher than the Eagles? That's what they're saying. The Eagles seem like they are uh, fairly confident, right? Their coach is doing the nodding into the camera. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a big like graphic t-shirt guy. Um, Taylor Heineke was this way a little bit. He'd wear shirts that are very obviously like making a point. And then he would go, no, 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 I just grabbed this. It was whatever was on top. Hertz is always wearing like a like a Kobe shirt or he's wearing something that says like I'm ready or I'm locked in or I'm ready to be clutch. And then everyone's like, what's up with the shirt? Oh, I just like it. Like almost. He doesn't wink, but almost, you know, like a smirk. Like, oh, I just like the shirt. It means nothing. From David and his son Peter in Virginia Beach, we think that the Chiefs and the Eagles will both prevail. The reason is because they think home field advantage in these games are are very important. Okay, I'm I'm fine with that. If you know the the kind of default Vegas of it all is is you know the the legend is they give you three points for being at home. So the Chiefs are favored, but if you take away the three points, then they would be the the, the lesser. So. Maybe. I, I don't know if it's a ton, but I do think Brock Purdy against the Philly fans is an interesting matchup. I, you know, get loud, Philly, and it might actually affect the game, and I don't often say that. From Wes in the 757, he believes the Eagles will beat the 49ers and the Bengals will beat the Chiefs, but he goes a step further. He sees the Eagles beating the Bengals in the Super Bowl and all the talk being about how Joe Burrow can't win the big one. Ooh. Two Super Bowl losses. That's right. I wonder how many quarterbacks. Oh, no. Uh, I think I know this. Uh, ready for uh, this will be a 30-second trivia. Name a quarterback that made it to two Super Bowls, lost them both, and went on to win a Super Bowl later. In the meantime, I will thank Robbie for, for uh, producing the show all week, as always. Uh, I want to let everybody know next Tuesday we're going to have a really exciting announcement here on the Tim Donnelly Show uh, right at 3 o'clock. So be here next Tuesday at 3 I uh, want to thank everybody that called and texted in. And most importantly, Larry King Law. If you're ever injured in an accident, give us a call. Or give them a call, I should say. 757-687 is our number. Uh, their number is 757-INJ-U-R-E-D. 757 for Larry King Law. 757-INJ-U-R-E-D. Answer to the question, John Elway. He lost a whole bunch of them and then won two at the very end. But it's very rare. It doesn't happen often. So Burrow should keep that in mind. Maybe he shouldn't even want to go to the Super Bowl. Because if you get two losses, you're in trouble. So just don't even go back. From the 757, this texter believes that the Eagles will beat the 49ers because 
They think Brock Purdy is going to have the worst game of his NFL career. They just think it's got to stop eventually. Worst game of his NFL career. All eight of them? That's right. Saying like Mahomes would have the worst game of his NFL career would be something because there's 100 starts or whatever it is. Worst of eight? Is it really that bad? One time when I lived in uh, Nebraska, I was in a celebrity cow milking contest. There's two ways you can say it. I finished seventh or I finished second to last. Right? There's only eight of us in the whole cow milking contest. So if there's only eight, yeah, all right, he's going to play the worst game of his career. You know what? It's also the ninth best game of his career because he doesn't have that many. From the 757, Burrow was locked in, so they think the Bengals are going to beat the Chiefs, and they think that Burrow is still kind of upset about the whole neutral site thing that went into the playoffs. Hey, once you get a chip on your shoulder, don't remove it unless you have to. Joe Burrow, today's Top Shot. If you want to be a Top Shot, check out Freedom Shooting Center, the Premier Shooting Range, and Gun Store in Hampton Roads. If you have a chip on your shoulder, keep it there as long as possible. Michael Jordan's still mad that he was put on JV as a sophomore. Not cut. I don't care how many people say, Michael Jordan got cut. He didn't get cut. He didn't make varsity. He made JV. It's going to do it for us here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Enjoy the conference championship games and be back here on Monday to break them down on a reaction Monday from three to six. Uh, Robbie's going to take you for the 757 at six coming up next. So uh, I'm out. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, Robbie will take it when we come back. So stick around.